when you're raising your kids, they watch your every move. If you say one thing and then do another, what you did is what they will learn. Now on to the intro. Currently rocking in the school of life. He is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain. You know it is 100% Bridget! All right, here I am. It's me and my wife talking about something. <laughs> All right, welcome to 100% Richard. If you're watching for the first time on YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe, and ring the bell. And if you're listening on audio, um, make sure to check us out. Uh, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. And of course, you can check us out on uh, Facebook. <laughs> so make sure to check us out wherever we are. And what are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about family dynamics. <laughs> what? What? And I brought it up at the beginning. Um, and just before the intro, we, we, we brought it up already. What you do is what your kids will learn, right? And how we, how we react to those things, how we function in those things. Um, so basically, if you were telling your kids a bunch of stuff... And then do something totally the opposite. What happens? They do what you did. <laughs> they learn by watching you. Everything you do. And I like everything. Everything. Everything you do. Even the things you don't want them to see. <laughs> your horrible moments. Your oops. They see everything. <laughs> <laughs> so how should we really raise our kids? And how do we act as parents... In the lives, throughout the lives of our kids, that's really the question, is how do we act as parents throughout the lives of our kids? That would show what your family dynamic is. Yes. So how you treat them when they're small, how you treat their teachers, how you treat your outside family members, they see how you interact with everyone. And they'll know what values are important to you. That's right. That I think that's the big thing, is they'll know what values are important to you. And that's really how we should actually raise our kids is what's important to you as a parent and how we create that, that actual dynamic. I think that's a key word is dynamic is the family dynamic today um, is really broken in comparison to what God had intended. Yes. I definitely <laughs> agree with that. Okay. <laughs> I definitely agree. With that. That's it. I just agree with that. Well, I, I have I no comments. It. I see it. I see it in the, I'm a teacher. Most of you that know me, um, I know I turned my head. Um, <laughs> I see it in, um, you know, the way the children act, the way the parents react to how their children act. Um, a lot of times shocked <laughs> how their children are acting, but children do what they see. Like yeah, said. absolutely. So, so I think the um, God's family dynamic is God first, then the husband, then the wife, and then the kids. So if the husband's following after God, then the wife will follow after God because the husband's following after God. And because the kids recognize that the parents are following after God, they will follow after God. Yes. 
Does that does that make sense? That's it. Yeah. I think I think that's the <laughs> that's God's family dynamic. Mm-hmm. So if if we were to say teach them something wrong, well, quote unquote wrong, that would cause some issues. Yes, <laughs> definitely. So I guess it, if I don't know, I mean, I mean, what 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 is the 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 reality of how our kids are raised is what they see every day. Then, if we are following God's commandments, mm-hmm. then and we're teaching God's commandments, then they should follow after God's commandments. I think you have a verse you want to bring up because you're like a, like it's like I have notes. I want to read them. <laughs> so the the first verse uh, tonight today, whenever Whatever. you're listening to this, is Deuteronomy chapter six. We're starting in verse five. So love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be in your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. So praying with your children before bed. Sorry. Um, Listening to good, clean Christian music in the car. Um, that repetition. We weren't very good at that. There are moments where I stopped listening to things because my kids started singing along and I realized I did not want my children singing certain lyrics. And so we learned. Uh, we figured it out over time. Um, but that repetition, yeah, what they hear most often, what they see you do, um, those are the things that are going to actually teach them, not necessarily sitting down and okay this is what i want you to know although although that's what we just we read to, to do, do that too yes yeah so you're impressing that on them but backing it up by what they actually see you do is going to impress it upon it. it's going to make that impression yeah because I, I i think your translation was what the new living translation is new that what your translation, yeah because yes. i have that i have loved the lord your god with all your heart that's a, that is all your soul and all your strength that that is, Jesus even tells us that, yep. you know, so I know we're reading this out of Deuteronomy, but Jesus himself says the two commandments is love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and then love your neighbor as yourself, right? And then we get down to verse seven and it says, impress them on your children. So impress those two commandments, impress those commandments on your children, talk about it. So yes, our words matter. Yes. And then when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, so it's that's your every doing. That's your everyday actions. That's what that, that that's your that's your daily doing. When you lie down and when you get up, so you even have to sleep. <laughs> when, <laughs> you have to sleep teaching your children. <laughs> so when you sleep on the couch, you can't cuss. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> But it's true because you know, if, if this if this is the the thing that, that that we teach our children with, then if you're living if you're living a Christian quote unquote lifestyle, you're being you're being Christ like, you're you're being righteous, you're you're doing those things, and you're actually doing them. The, the Bible tells us what to be a doer of the word. Yes. So you're actually doing them, then that will resonate or become. But not not resonate, but that will yeah that will resonate in your children. Correct? How would how would you how would you say that? I know I know our lives because we weren't necessarily walking with God when our first kids were born. <laughs> our first three were born. I think we were we were Sunday Christians. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we can go to church on Sunday, and 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 that would be all of our kids, all, all of what our kids really got. So we in, in our family dynamic, because being that we actually came truly to the Lord um, after our kids were a certain age, how do you feel like how how we came across to them? I think just like what we said, that we didn't necessarily live it out all the time. You know, we went to church on Sunday, you know, they went to Sunday school, you know, everything was good and great. And then we we weren't necessarily listening to the best music or watching the best, you know, TV shows. Um, So those things, our kids saw that and it, it was contradictory sometimes to what we truly wanted to teach them. Um, I think after we had that real connection with Jesus, they saw the difference. Then that was I'm making a jump. We're going from little kids to, you know, middle school yeah, and high yeah. school. Um, but they definitely saw the difference when it became real. Yeah, I think so. And and they picked up on that. I, I, I believe they picked up on that. I know we, we raised all of our kids a certain way. We, we did the best we could just like any parent i'm not telling you there's no way first of all there's no, no way perfect. no there's no way we could we could be 100 at everything that we do you know um even though my show is called 100 <laughs> it's 100 you yeah i am me and that's that's how you get it that's <laughs> but i think i think as we look at the the family dynamic of the way god wants things to be um proverbs 22 uh verse 6 says start children off on the way they should go and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Amen. <laughs> so even, you know, because I, I think the reality of, because we, we've gone through the gambit of situations with our kids, with our own marriage, you know, we've gone through, I could pretty much say everything. Some stuff. We got through some <laughs> stuff and, you know, that one of these days we'll have a full discussion on that but we'll we'll see when that when that occurs but uh but we've been through this whole process together mm-hmm. from little babies to empty nesters you know to children coming back home you know and leaving again you know those kinds of things <laughs> we've gone through all of that and we've seen you know and 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 looking at other other um parents and things like that not every child's going to take off and suddenly be perfect no matter how you teach them. Do you, do you think that's a good statement? Yes. They they try. They want to try things on their own or... Um, they want to experiment. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate that word. Um, but yeah, you know, they... Well, this is how my parents did it, so I want to do it different. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of influences. You know, if you go to college, if you're, you know, just in... The media, Life. yeah, media, music, TV, movies, that which would be is media. all media. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just elaborating, um, but all of that, every little choice they make, they're now influenced by all of these other things, and they they have to make that choice. Yeah, and 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 I think when the Bible tells us, like like what I just read in Proverbs, that if you if you start them off on the way they should go. 
I think that's a big word in there. Yes. Because this is the way you teach them. This is the, you live your lifestyle as best as you can, um, according to the word of God. They see the things that you've done as a believer. They see the things that you've done hypocritically, you know, which every one of us does, you know, they, they see, and, and they make decisions after they get to a certain place in life. And because and, I remember, I, I, I would always say things, I'll never be like my mother or I'll never be like my father. And then I turned around and did exactly what my dad did. You know, <laughs> your dad's voice comes out of your mouth or my mother's voice comes yeah. out of my mouth. Yes. <laughs> so these things, these things happen in life. And but that's because that's how we actually learned, you know. So when I tell my kids certain things, I'll realize that's the exact same thing my dad said or that my mom said to me, you know, when I was younger. And did I find my way back home? Absolutely, you know. And did, did I find my way to Jesus? Yes, you know. Being raised in a in a interesting religious home, I'll just put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> we, we learned a lot of different things, and to I believe find the truth. You know, um, it changed the way our family did things. So we actually, I think we severed off a lot of stuff off of our kids. I think yeah. you know. Um, when we look at generational stuff. Um, but I think as, as like you mentioned, the media, you know, making college experiences outside the home, living on your own for the first time concept is when the world in general starts to beat down on your children and your marriage, because your marriage yeah. is a big part of it. You start believing, or maybe your marriage, you start believing things outside of the word, just because you heard something. How would you elaborate on something like that? Wow, that's kind of a deep question to throw at me. Well, I think a lot of, it, it boils down to, I love this one. This is the um, definition of love. So this can be husband and wife. This can be parents to children. This can be how you react to the, the homeless man you know, coming into your church or coming up to your car when you leave the grocery store. How do you react to that? So love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes and it always perseveres. So we mess up. Like you said, we're, we're human. We are not perfect. Only Jesus is perfect. Um, but because we love each other, because we love our children, we don't keep track of that, right? We still love each other. We still love them. Um, we still treat each other with honor and respect. Um, so I think that's that's important. Like we're all gonna mess up. Oh yeah, but like I said, like like when when the world starts to, it it messes with your mind a little bit. It messes with it. Yes, the world is good at messing with your mind. <laughs> it wants to twist things. It wants to twist. I'm sorry, I'm laughing and it's not coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but when when we see. What the world does. Um, I mean, because we're, we're we're in an age right now, in a time that 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 there's a lot of things really trying to destroy the family dynamic. 
families, yes. You know, and marriages. And marriages. And when, when you look upon those kinds of things that, you know, like say, because we grew up watching di- way different TV. <laughs> You know, way different, yes. Com- compared to, and then our parents grew up watching way different TV mm-hmm. to what we grew up with. Because I remember, what was that show, uh, Three's Company? Oh my gosh, that was like so controversial. And I, I at the time was like seven, I think. Yeah. And my friend's parents could not believe my mom let me watch that show. Yeah, because what, it was two girls and a guy living together. Yep. None of them were married. None of them were... And one of the dudes, pretend, the, the main character, pretended to be gay yes. so that he could live with the two kids because the the value was there. So he had to, so does that make sense? So he yes. pretended because the, the owners of the of the complex were like, no, you can't live together right, if you're not. because something must be going on. Yeah. So he pretended. And so, yeah, but it was that, um, even though it was definitely skewing things, it was still portraying that value that, you know, you shouldn't be living together you right. know, before marriage, according to the Bible. And so it was like, it was the start of things kind of drifting from those traditional values. Yeah. And we, and we watched that. We didn't, when I was a had kid, no I didn't, clue. I had no clue. I didn't even know that part of the story until somebody <laughs> told me because I didn't see the pilot and I didn't care. I was too young to, to yeah. catch on, you know, but that, but, but then later on in life you go, Oh, Wow. Wow. That, that show put some stuff out there. Yeah. <laughs> or, and then you go back to like Father Knows Best, the black and white TV shows that the dad was the head of the household and the mom, you know, ran the, ran, ran the, the family, home. ran yeah, the okay. home. I should put it that way, where you have, you had these, you had the family dynamic, the family, um, the kids were all pretty good kids, you know, and then you had like Leave It to Beaver. You know, where the neighbor kid was bad. <laughs> those, those worldly influences. The, the worldly. So, so the neighbor kid always screwed up everything, and then they always found a way to fix it within thirty minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we wonder why you know we get frustrated when things don't happen right away it's because we've been trained growing up that all problems resolve themselves in half an hour. <laughs> In the 30 minutes, if it's a sitcom, yep. we'll get it done in 30 minutes. Because the, the Brady Bunch was great at that. Yeah. And 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 that was an awesome family dynamic. You had a, a wife and a, and a husband that went to work every day and all the kids were, but you didn't know that they were divorced from Unless another family. Unless you saw family. the pilot. Unless you saw the pilot. <laughs> and it never really mentioned that either. Yeah. It kept it in the quote unquote dark. Mm-hmm. But they portrayed the family dynamic in that family, the blended family that we see very common today, yes. you know, so that was a great portrayal of blended families, you know, and some of the things that they went through. And now we watch TV and it's just, wow. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the thing that hurts my heart most when I watch some of the, the new shows coming out today is for a strong woman... You must have a weak man. That's that's my biggest thing. It's like, but thank thank you for saying. <laughs> like, the man does not need to be less. The husband does not need to be less of a man to have a strong woman. He supports the wife. The wife supports the husband. They're helpmates. You know, right? Um, final decision. You know, it's that somebody has to make the final decision, and God says that's the husband. Right. 
and and now we and now we watch shows where the man just sits in the corner and reads a book. You know, they're they're totally out of the picture. You know, and what you know, so so we see these kinds of things. The media takes us away from all this kind of stuff, and I think that's when when we really takes us up in the way we, they should go. You know, <laughs> and then they watch this stuff, or you know, they're taught this stuff at a college, or they're taught these these different things that are out there now, and it really messes with the next family. Yes. So so when we get into a place where we go, well, why are our kids doing this weird stuff? We didn't teach them that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but because they actually do what they see and listen to. You know, so if 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 and you can't control it after a certain time frame. When your yeah. kid moves out, I'm just gonna say this: when your kid moves out, you can't control what they do. That 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 is their time. You know, that is their their time to be an adult and to figure out what they're doing. And the best we can do is say, I raise them up the way they should go. And keep them in prayer. And keep them in prayer, but not not like Job. No. <laughs> no. That, that's a whole other show. <laughs> because because Job that, that was his worst fears. So if you if you I'm gonna go off go off our notes for a minute. But but that that was Job's worst fears were his family being destroyed or something like that. And so he was constantly doing offerings for his family, but he was doing it from a fearful point. Where if you're really trusting God, you pray, hey, my kid's going to come out right and everything's going to be fine and so on and so forth. It doesn't, it's not from a fearful place, a place of fear like, ah, I'm afraid for my kid (laughs) as compared to a, an honoring place of God that knowing that God's going to take care of them because you brought them up properly or as properly as we can. (laughs) The best we could. I don't think anybody can raise their kids quote unquote properly. I don't think that's a real, a real thing. We, we do the best we can. And this is what here's here. Can you read? You got Joshua in there? I have Joshua. You have Joshua. Trapped in my Joshua. So Joshua 24, 15. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And that's where we come in as parents. So if our kids go sideways, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. So your kids should know that when they come home for Christmas and Easter, <laughs> like when they go to church or, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that they, they know that you and I, our kids, I'll just put it this way. Our kids know if they come home. We are believers. We go to church. We we, we we do the best we can to, to, to live a Christian lifestyle. So when they come home, they know we're going to say certain things or do certain things that they may not quote unquote agree with. And that they should not say or do certain things in our household that they know we do not support. Yeah, that's awesome. So, and because I like the way it says this here, it says, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you. And this is and this is truly what happens. Marriages break up because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, families break up because of this. And should it? No. You know, we, we should we should learn to communicate as 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 a married couple. You know, husband and wife. That was the words I was actually looking for. <laughs> the words are there. <laughs> but if we're learning to if we communicate with with each other as husband and wife, we become friends. We become best friends. We become connected, so that we we make decisions together. And yes, like you said, the final decision is mine. I mean, the husband's, <laughs> 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 right? 
So somewhere in there, if a family falls apart because somebody goes, well, you know what? The Lord is just undesirable to me. It's just not something I want to do. And that would the, be very sad. Yeah, it would be very sad. And the Bible says that you should be, you should not be unequally yoked. So we should be yoked together, which means that we train each other. Yes. You know, if I do something, you do it along with me. And if you do something, I do it along with you because we're yoked together. together. And then we raise our kids to be yoked with us. And then we release them into the wild. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, we, like I said, we, we 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 we're in a place where we we've seen our kids be little, we've seen our kids be teenagers, we've seen our kids be adults, we've seen our kids be parents, you know, and and I think a lot. I think we. I don't think we did a bad job. No, they turned out pretty good. They turned out pretty good. They do a lot of really good stuff, and I think we, when we get to the end of this verse, it says, "For as as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord." Um, you, you look at that statement. Joshua is basically saying, "Hey." We're going to serve the Lord. I don't care what you do. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, and, and in the process of serving the Lord, what do you do? You pray for your kids. You lift up your children You after they've left the house. And while they're in the house, you, you do the things that God wants you to do inside your household because you're making that decision. And that shoots us back to love because love is not an emotion. It's it a is, decision. It's a decision. You decide to love your children. You decide to be a part of their lives. You decide to, to love your wife. You decide to do those things. And in that decision-making process, you find yourself in an honoring place. Does that make sense? Yes. And if your kids are really catching on, they will find themselves in an honoring place. Go ahead and read the last verse there. The last verse to close us out is in <laughs> Exodus twenty twelve. Honor your father and mother so that you may live long live long in the land that the Lord God is giving you. In the land that the Lord God is giving, giving you. you. So if you're honoring your father and mother, you will have property. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I made you laugh. You did? Okay, I'll make you laugh. So... The reason it's the first with a promise is because if you do not honor your mother and father, you may not live long because your parents will take care of it. <laughs> I had to. It popped in my head and your I knew it would will make kill you, laugh. you. <laughs> That's basically what my wife just said, <laughs> that if she didn't honor her father and mother, she would have killed our own children. <laughs> no way. Does that not? No. Okay. I think you, I think you went a little crazy there. But yes. Right, but honoring your mother and father, like I am almost 50. Um, like what, 22? Yeah, see, that's how you stay married, guys. <laughs> Just take a hint. Um, my my mom is 70 and proud of it and loving it, and I still respect my mom. I would never mouth out to my mom. Because she I'm will still adult. slap you. Even though I'm an adult, her rings hurt. Just saying. Um, but you know, even just anyone in in an authoritative position, um, like my mama raised me right. I would yeah. not be you know disrespectful and rude to any to anyone like that. But definitely not my mother or my father. Yeah, 
and and that's and me too i mean i still knock on my mom's door i don't just barge in i'm here you know and, you know my mom's lived in about 700 houses since we moved out <laughs> so I, I i i might have a key to all of them still <laughs> so my mom's given me a key to our house my you know when my dad was alive i had a key to their house and i always knocked on the door or i'd call them hey i'm gonna come over and then if they didn't want me to put my feet on the couch, I wouldn't put my feet on the couch. You know, right. if they didn't want me to go in and drink all the milk, I wouldn't go in and drink all the milk, you know, because I still honor my father, and my mother and father to this day. And there's still some things that even my dad, my dad, even though he's gone on, you know, there's things that he told me that I will still respect and have in my life, you know, throughout this time, you know, so, so in that honoring, it, it says was that you may live long. You want to live a live you want you want to live a long life honor your mother and father because I hear kids today tell their parents things that I would have been chucked out the window for but we were raised differently yes <laughs> there were different rules back then but I think our children were were allowed to state their feelings to you know have a debate if they were doing it in an honorable, I mean, you know, they did not mouth off as, as we would say, they didn't, you know, tell us what to do. No. Um, so I, I'm actually going to use an example. She did. And she was awesome in this situation. So we had gone somewhere. A friend of hers came to visit where we were at. And the friend's mom said, hey, we need to go. We have family waiting for us. And the girl completely told her mom off, said, I'm not done. You know, was extremely rude. <laughs> and was like, I would never talk to you like that. That's not okay. And, you know, told her friend, that's not okay. You can't talk to your mom like that. Um, and it wasn't, I don't think it was because we've ever said you you do not talk to us like that rudely, blah, blah, blah. But we curbed, you know, angry I'm, words. I, I'm pretty we, sure we said, don't talk to me like that. Well, I'm pretty sure we said that. Well, maybe that's why. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it could be. We curbed it. You know? if it happened, I mean, in a moment of anger, you say something and we, we stopped it. We, yeah, this yeah. is not how, you know, like, you don't talk to adults that way. You don't talk to your parents that you way. Especially don't talk to your parents. Yeah. You know, that's awesome because I don't, I don't remember that. I, I guess I wasn't there. there. I wasn't there. That's why I don't remember it. That's awesome. Okay. Oldest daughter did a good job. She did a good you're, job. You're so good awesome. Job, Oldest daughter, you are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think, I think that's, and, and we've lost that today because I think parents want to be friends with their kids and not parents with their kids. Right. And therefore, if you're trying to be friend friendly, I mean, you, you have to be friendly. Obviously, you have to be friends with your kids, but not to the point that they're running the house. Yeah. And you don't have a quality family dynamic if your kids run the house. No, definitely not because <laughs> they children work off their base instincts, right? They don't they don't know any better. So if we don't show them the right way, then they don't have those boundaries. They don't have those, um, that structure. The structure is actually comforting and safe. Yeah. And most kids who don't have that, when, when they're given that, 
the, the behaviors go away and, and things are so much calmer because they know what to expect. They know how this is how supposed this to be. Is, when you walk through this door, this is how we do it. And, it, and that's just like, if, if we had that concept, it's like if you go to a store, <laughs> if you walk through that door, that's how that store does it. So Target does it one way and Walmart does it another way. Right. They, they all sell the same thing. But they have a different dynamic when you walk in. Mm-hmm. And some people prefer to wear their pajamas. So they go to Walmart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because for some reason, it's okay there. Is it true? I Yeah, yeah. you don't see it. You don't see it uh, so much at Target or at, you're definitely not at Macy's. Oh, no. You know, no. You, you're, very, you're not going to walk into a Macy's and see somebody cruising around in their PJs and their bear slippers. Right. You know? But because there's a different expectation in that store, so That's every good. every household has a different expectation for their children. But if you did it God's way, the expectation would be similar in every household. Yes. And so then, then we would see kids raised up in the way they should go. In the way they should go. <laughs> because the family dynamic was designed by God. And therefore, we should actually follow God's plan in that family dynamic. Of course. <laughs> of God's course. always always good. Right? <laughs> and you go, oh, if I'd just done it the way he told me to. <laughs> it would be a much better world. It would be a much better world. I mean, I think, I think sometimes, you know, we, we, look, we look at the way things are today. And we we see this crushing decision making process of people destroying the family, and to know, I mean, obviously we're we're in the end times. There's verses all over the place about what happens with your family. You know, we got children going against their parents, all that kind of yeah. stuff. It's all in there. We all know what's going to happen at some point. So I think if we have and and if we have some sort of direction as to what God really wants us to do and we can get that out there, you know, and like I say, we weren't perfect at it. I'm, I'm going to look at my kids and go, we, we weren't perfect, <laughs> but we, we love you, we but try. we still love you. And we still know that you all of my kids are awesome. I think we did a fairly decent job. Nobody's on drugs or in jail. That's, that's a good sign. That's a you, really <laughs> good start. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a good sign. You did a good job. I did something right. <laughs> so that's because I always told my kids I can't afford to get you out of jail. So if you go there, you're stuck. <laughs> so how would you how would you end this? Why me? Because you're on the other side of my table, and I asked you. That's why. Oh me. <laughs> I, I think because you're a strong woman. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I think the 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 last scripture that we went over, you know, honor your mother and father. So you know what, parents don't get everything right, and there's a lot of kids out there whose parents didn't get a whole lot right. But honoring your mother and father when you when you learn the way and you know the way and you come to that relationship with Jesus, honoring your mother and father, focus on what they did right. And then start your family the right way. Moving on. I think that's a good ending. Right on. Right on.